0: Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live Alternative Parties Podcast. Free Press, Media Press, Inc., and Alternative Parties Books Publisher sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Welcome to the Long Live Alternative Parties Podcast. Today we have another exciting guest. His name is Michael Coles. He is running for office in the great state of Texas under the Libertarian Party ticket. So welcome to the podcast, Michael.
1: Great. Thank you, Adam. Uh, Andrew, and the opportunity to talk about the Libertarian Party and my campaign.
0: Michael, let's get started by you kindly giving us an introduction to yourself, a brief biographical sketch.
1: Okay. Um, At this point in my life, I'm labeling myself a truth seeker, and I'm applying that philosophy to government and trying to get a seat to govern. I have long thought. Uh, federal action is ill-conceived. There's no long-term thinking, and I'm very frustrated with our federal government. My um, got open and my interest peaked with the Tea Party, uh, but sadly that's gone by the wayside. But I'm left with the idea that uh, government needs to be accountable to we, the people. Professionally, I've been a computer programmer, and currently I'm serving as a project manager. So on the job, hopefully, Doing everything with logical assessments and then some planning to figure out how to implement the correct fix.
0: Sounds good. So, you mentioned the Tea Party. How did you go from there to the Libertarian Party?
1: Well, it was uh, basically the, I won't say the death, but the diminishment of the Tea Party. Uh, they either got absorbed or co opted by the Republican Party. And those ideas of liberty, individual responsibility, limited government kind of died on the vine for me, and I had to find another political home. And uh, the the short answer to the story is I found the Libertarian Party on the Internet. There we go. Praise the Internet. (laughs) It's a source of a lot of good information, yes.
0: Can I tell our audience what race you're running for and what area of the country this is at? Okay. It's
1: uh, Texas uh, for the U.S. House of Representatives. It's District 26, which is considered North Texas. So I'm a little ways north of Dallas, and the most northern county in my district is right on the Oklahoma border. So I'm considered metroplex Dallas. Sounds good. What
0: are the demographics of that area?
1: Um, that's a great question. Um, I'm not really interested in playing the political games and uh, the way the two dominant parties do things. Okay. I really just want to get a message of liberty out to the people, a different voice that says, as a representative, I work for you. You're not supposed to work for me. And get that out there, and then hopefully be a voice to take decisions away from government and give them back to the people. So uh, if you if you love individual liberty and being your own boss, hopefully I'm your guy.
0: There we go. So what are your opponents like in the race? Uh,
1: I guess, fortunately, I'm only running against an incumbent Republican. There's no oh, Democrat okay. in the race. And uh, he's been there before 2010. So he's a well-entrenched uh Republican uh incumbent. Um, I don't know. I'm up, I'm up against the machine down here. So, uh I, again, I, I just need to beat the drums and let everybody know that I'm here, or I will be there hopefully, to speak for you and let you make decisions instead of Having a distant uh, ideological government make decisions on your behalf. Sure.
0: So, how do you plan to implement your Libertarian Party vision? Shall you get elected? And if not, get elected during the race? Um,
1: somehow, we, we have to break the duopoly where it's either Democrat or Republican, D or R. Uh, we have okay. to get a a foot in the table, and it's going to be. Um stating how we are on the issues uh and hopefully finding support for that and it's not going to be through better fundraising or better political organization or plans it's going to be word of mouth, and if we get a chance to talk with the media like this podcast uh to have the word get out outside of the political machine process.
0: So what issues are facing your district, and how are you addressing them in this issue? What's your platform for the race?
1: Okay. Um, If I can direct you to my website, uh, most of this content's out there. Okay. Uh, Kohl'sforcongress.org, and Kohl's is K-O-L-L-S, or for those militarily inclined, it's Kilo Oscar Lima Lima Fiera. So congress.org. and I lay out the three, I think, systematic, systemic uh, issues with federal government, and then uh, some of the current issues that are currently um, being talked about, and uh, the, I think the right way to solve those. So the large-scale, uh, systematic problems with government is we have this massive federal debt. Uh, and like any household or business that has this underwater, it limits your decisions and it uh, really dictates what you can do. So we need to get uh, a handle on that. We need to balance the budget, start paying down the debt, and take back our government. Also, um, we need to realign with the Constitution. We are far, far from the Constitution. It was a very wise document was created, and we have strayed from the balance powers, the separation of powers that the Constitution gives us, and that's between the three federal departments and then the federal government and the sovereign states working together instead of against each other. And then I think we need some real legal reform where laws don't make rich people rich, and – put the poor in classes where everybody takes care of them instead of putting them on their own feet, and uh, corporate reforms where um, a corporation should not be a person and should not have limited liability where they're not responsible for their actions, whereas we as citizens are responsible for our actions. So those are the three large areas. And in a two-year term, I don't expect to make a whole lot of progress in all of those but to start conversations to make improvement in those areas for everybody. There are six current issues uh, that I think deserve a fair vetting and, and then a thoughtful response, and then maybe we come up with just a, a consensus as to what we can do. And that consensus would be on what we agree on, not one side getting half of what they want and the other getting the other half of, their half of what they want. And those two halves conflicting with each other and we can't make progress. It has to be what we agree on. So, sure. um, I think, yeah, I think inflation is huge. Okay. Uh, I don't understand why the Fed says we should have 2% inflation every year. Uh, that's the loss of standard of living for you and me each year, 2%. That doesn't sound acceptable. And then under their watchful eye, we're at 7.5%. So, Something is obviously wrong in terms of the government managing inflation. We need to get to the bottom of that. Uh, Ukraine, I think there's a conflict between Russia and Ukraine. We have no uh, ability to influence that or power to coerce that. And I think diplomacy is the right answer instead of sending our young men and women to die in a foreign country. COVID is a great example. Um, I think it gets down to responsible adults making informed decisions for them and their family. And after two years into the COVID, now I'm calling it an endemic, not an epidemic anymore, uh, we're about where we should be, where the information's out there and we make decisions where whether we wear a mask or get a vaccination instead of somebody in Washington DC telling us this is the way forward. If they can inform us, we can make a better decision. And like I said, I think we're, close to where we need to be two years into that uh, situation. Uh, Border uh, is a very emotional issue. Um, And Texas is a border state, so um, I would really need to talk to more Texans, but my general feeling is if you can get here on your own and you can prove that you're a responsible, trustworthy person who wanna contribute to our society, we should try and find a way to have you come in here. If you're an export of crime and other bad influences, we should have a way of excluding you. But uh some of the details are real hard to come by, and uh we all want the American dream, but I don't think taxpayers should be able, should have to subsidize newcomers so that they can pursue the American dream. So you kind of have to do it on your own feet. Otherwise, I'm paying to have somebody you know do what i'm trying to do on my own uh and then there's questions that I need more definitions on that's uh there's a huge talk about equity. I really need to know more of what that is, and if there's any kind of consensus that we can agree on, those are the areas we move forward. We don't take half of what one side and half the other we we take what we can agree with on that and then Climate-wise, I'm still a little bit of a skeptic. I want to see the science, and I think the science should lead us forward. So those are the issues that are on my plate, at least.
0: That's a good platform. I haven't heard many libertarians mention the issue of corporate personhood. I hear progressives address that, so it's interesting to hear you mention that.
1: Yeah, I want to do away with it, uh, to be clear. Um, corporations are not people, they're collections of people. Um, they wield huge power in our society today. And uh, to have them basically fund politicians takes the power away from you and me in picking people that are looking out for our best interest.
0: So, what is your campaign strategy? How are you going to reach the voters in Texas?
1: Uh, somehow I have to funnel them to my website. Uh, okay. All of the things we've talked about so far and uh, some of my principles are out there. Uh, I I just need coverage somehow. Um, sim- simply, uh, you know, I've got business cards. I'm going to hand them out to the people that I encounter and that fellow libertarians that are in Denton County can hand out for me. Okay. Um,
0: so word of mouth
1: is going to be very big for for me. I'm hoping for some kind of media break, whether it's this podcast or maybe an interview on one of the local TV shows or something where, you know, they can see me, they can see the Libertarian Party and think that we're pretty mainstream, we're pretty average people, and we just have uh, a little different message that's focused on liberty and not somebody else telling us what to do. Sure. So, yeah. Go to my website, dot org and uh, see what we're all about.
0: All right. So what's the campaign leadership like? Are you doing this all by yourself, or do you have a team?
1: Uh, right now, it's a one-man show. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're uh, – I'm kind of laying low till after Memorial Day. I think that's when okay. a lot of the political activity starts up, but, uh, you know – um i have a young lady that's willing to wave signs and traffic for me so uh first part of june i'm going to get her assigned so she can help me out and uh, you know if people want to help in a certain way i'd love to hear from you Uh, get that information out and uh, just ask people if you're excited about the message uh, what do you think we need to do to get the message out and trust them to get the message out
0: sure what is ballot access like in your area? What requirements do you have to get on the ballot?
1: Yeah, most of that is done by the Texas Libertarian Party. Okay. I'm keeping a little distance from that. But I do know that prior to the 2020 election season, there were no filing fees in Texas for any uh, public offices.
0: Oh, my. And then in
1: 2020, um, there was new legislation that introduced a filing fee for any office seeker. And uh, that was challenged in the courts, and essentially the fee was waived for the 2020 elections. Well, the Texas legislature went back and re-legislated that, and uh, right now the filing fee for a federal office for U.S. House of Representatives is $3,125. And four years ago, that was not the case. Oh, my. So uh, it's being re-legislated. And pending that process, um, because I did not file the fee, I don't have $3,125 as a one-man shop, uh, I may be off the ticket based on how the Texas legal system rules between now and Election Day.
0: Let's hope not. Let's hope you can get on there. Well, I'm
1: on the ballot officially. You can go okay. to the secretary state and see it. But if they rule because I did not pay the filing fee when I filed, uh, I could be removed from the ballot based on uh, legal proceedings here in Texas. No, that's yeah, – we the... Well, the kicker to that is, and the reason is, is that the fees help to pay for the primaries in the state. Okay. And the primaries for the Democrats and Republicans are public funded, and they do what they do with public money. Libertarians have a convention system that's separate. We do not use public funds to run a primary, we use private funds to run our convention. So the second, you know, beating of the stick upon us is that we would be funding a system that the two dominant parties use and not even contributing to our own process to our candidates. So, uh, yes, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm hoping that is either not decided or struck down so that libertarians and other third-party candidates can file, uh, become part of the public conversation, and be considered for office.
0: Sounds good. So earlier you mentioned your website. You mentioned that more than once throughout this podcast. So is that the way people should support your campaigns, go to your website?
1: Uh, That's essentially how I'm going to get the message out. Okay. uh, um, Hopefully I can talk to as many people like this uh, and get, you know, a small audience each time. But it's going to be funneling people to the website and, you know, if they like what they see, to tell a friend or two and have the word of mouth take over.
0: Sounds like a plan.
1: Well, <laughs> so let's hope the seeds take take shape and uh, sprout uh you know sixty a hundred fold and we'll see what happens
0: yes, Michael, thank you kindly for coming on this podcast and talking about your campaign
1: All right. uh if uh you don't mind I got a, a closing statement of sorts uh the liberal party uh we we think we take the best of the two dominant parties and combine them into one. Uh, We like to say that we're more fiscally conservative than the Republicans, and we're more socially liberal than the Democrats. So we won't take your money, we won't spend your money, and we'll let you do what what the hell you want to do. That's basically the message. And, Andrew, thank you for this time. I really appreciate it.
0: Michael, all the best to you and your campaign and
1: all your other future endeavors. All right, coldsforcongress.org. See you there.
0: All right, take care.
1: Thank you, Andrew.
0: Bye now.